time before the earth, before the sun, and before the light of the stars, when all was darkness and chaos. The old gods, the forgotten gods, ruled the darkness. But what was theirs now belongs to the world of light and substance. And the old gods, the rightful masters, are jealous. Watching mankind with a hatred that is as boundless as the stars, with plans for the destruction of man that are beyond imagining. <laughs> hey, everybody! Welcome to Nick the Rat Radio, the only podcast coming to you from a sewer of Brooklyn, New York. Today is April twelfth. Wow, it's not even four twenty yet. When is four twenty? Hold on a second. Is that next week? Yeah, it's next week's episode. Next week's episode, I might have an interview with somebody. But let's not talk about that right now. Let's talk about being in the sewer, Brooklyn, New York, uh, episode 381. Nick the Rat Radio. Let's uh, open a beer. (coughs) Started up the show a little bit late today. Looks like my IceCast server does not want to take my username and password. I'm able to log into the admin webpage portal, but uh, it's stopped. Uh, so, yeah, if you're not hearing this right now, uh, I can't really tell you how to do. Uh, let's open the beer here. There we go. Drinking a little bit of uh, Lone Star tonight. Lone Star beer. Very, very yummy. Uh, What are we talking about tonight? Tonight we are discussing... What are we talking about? Oh, yeah. um, uh, Weird shit. Yeah. That's what we're talking about tonight, everybody. Weird shit. You're talking, yeah. Lone Star, jam the radio. You're talking about, uh, you're talking about spaceballs. Spooky. I see you in the chat. I'm. I read the chat. People might not know this, but I do read the chat. If you want to chat, uh, you could go to nicktherat.com and click on social. There is an IRC chat. There's a Discord chat, and there's a um uh. Twitch chat. I don't think Twitch chat is connected, though, because yeah, I'm having issues all over the place here. Uh, things are just falling apart. Let's let's uh, see if the Twitch chat is it's working. Okay, yo, yo, does that go through? That goes through. All right, yeah, the Twitch, the the, the this that this shit and that shit. Yes, Twitch does suck, William. I do agree, but you know, hey, it's. It's free. It lets me uh, put the shit out there. It lets me get to those Jeff Bezos bucks. You know, it's just because something sucked, something you can't, like, YouTube, I fucking hate YouTube, but I use it kind of like as a backup uh, file service, you know? But, uh, you know, sometimes you gotta um, be the bootlicker. Sometimes you just have to bend over and take it, right? Jeff Bezos bucks. 
Biz a bucks. Well, thank you so much. Cheers. Really nice weather in New York today. Very warm day. Um, last week it was about 30 degrees. Today it was 80. So, uh, yeah. Fucking. There's never in between. There's never. It really pisses me off. I think I, I, I really got to get out of here. New York is like it's either freezing or hot as shit. It's, there's like no spring in, in New York. There's no, there's no 60, 70 degree weather. It goes from like 30 to 80. Very, very annoying. But uh, it it was it's it's nice out. You know, I went I went outside today. I was wearing a jacket, and, and I was like, "What the fuck am I wearing a jacket for?" I almost died because it was so damn hot. Um, yeah, it's no. Uh, now it's a little bit uh, it's a little foggy out, so you might hear some fog horns. the The studio is near water. We are in uh, downtown Brooklyn in the Bay Ridge area. If anybody wanted to stalk me out, that's where. The studio is located in one of the sewers under a deli in Bay Ridge. Um, yeah, so you might hear some fog horns. I got the window open. It's hot as it's hot as shit in the studio tonight. Um, also, I've been hearing this the most annoying thing. It's a cat and heat going on out here. There's a cat and heat. Everybody. Now I don't I don't know if you know of a uh, uh, this guy named Vito on YouTube, but. He said that you have to, I have to, I might have to go outside during the break, find this cat, and stick a, a Q-tip up its hoo-ha. So, so, so told by Vito. Yeah, I'm like sitting here doing the show, and I hear, you're like, eh, eh, and I'm like, somebody out there fucking? Is there fucking going on out there? So, you know, I, you know, I can catch my attention, I'm just, I'm, I got the cup against the window. I'm trying to like amplify, trying to listen in, trying to geolocate the um, the fucking. So you, you know, maybe I could catch a like catch a titty or something. Um, but no, it was a, it was a cat. It's just a fucking cat and heat out there. Chris the cat could be. <sighs> um. Yeah. So that's what's going on right now in the sewer, but. Let's, uh, we're going to have phone calls later. We got some stories. We got some news. We got some, um, we got some weird shit to talk about tonight. The tip of the queue. Tip of the queue. Tip of the queue to you, Fletcher. Tip of the queue. All right, everybody in the chat, we are going to take a quick music scat break, and then we will be right back, and we're going to, uh, talk about some other stuff there. But right now... We have uh, tonight. Tonight's music, I think, mostly are like uh, um, uh, no cap bangers. I think uh, K and Neo with flowers. Nope. Ugh, I can't believe I said that.
Welcome back. What the hell is that? That was a that was a remix. I usually try and uh, I don't like to play remixes because they use too much copy copyrighted stuff in there. Now it's supposed to be CC by three but I don't think that was that was Millie Cirrus. Millie Cirrus. I can't be playing no Millie Cirrus on the show. I'm a little nervous now. They might pull this shit down. Oh fuck. Uh, yikes. Uh, last night I was I was up late talking to um, Sir Seat Sitter. Is that is that how he goes? Is that his that that's what he likes to be called, Sir Seat Sitter? He doesn't have like a different name, like um, Samuel, Samuel the Seat Sitter. But yeah, I was on a abs and a six pack, and we were talking about uh, super soldiers, head and shoulders. If you um, it might be live now. I don't know. I don't know if he posted it yet, but. Chris? His name is... I thought it'd be like Sam or something with an S. Uh, so the uh, the show was really good. It made me realize that um, the more you think about stuff, the, the more it just turns into like a big old wad of uh, shit-covered toilet paper. Very wet and thin and sticky. It's um, It doesn't doesn't really hold together very well the stories but it seems like our lives exist uh, uh, around stories like uh, basically you and me are here today because of stories even if these stories are toilet paper thin and full of shit uh, 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 he he was telling me about these giant soldiers that this one king was getting, and and uh, basically, basically, the more we we were talking about it, I think we, I think he was, I think the, I think the king was just having sex with big dudes. Um, uh, and then you start to wonder what other stories out there today are just like completely uh, bunky, bunky, bunky Brewster, a bunk, bunktholomy, a bunkthemus. Oh man. I usually I don't do this usually either, but I gotta look for this here. Maybe I won't uh, talk while I look. Maybe we'll just take a quick little commercial ad break here, and uh, I'm gonna look for something, and I'm gonna whip it out. I'm gonna put it on the table, and you're gonna stare at it, and you're gonna be like, "Holy crap, that's huge!" I mean, uh, we'll be uh, we'll be right back with uh, something I want to listen to, but we're gonna listen to this first. Into the deepest jungles went Pressman toy makers looking for something new. The secret they brought back for you is incredible. The Pressman Witch Doctor Head Shrinkers Kit. Plastic flesh, mixing cauldron and petrifying potion. Just pour it into the mold and in minutes you can add monster hair. Paint it with a coloring kit included or make up your own decorations. In 24 hours the heads shrink, shrink down. Now, shrunken heads for all occasions. Collect them, swap them, give them to your witch doctor friends. You can always cook up more with Pressman's Witch Doctor Head Shrinkers Kit. I, I found... Ah, I have that thing. It doesn't work. My head is still the same size. Um, I'm, I'm, This is a little bit long, this thing that I want to listen to, but I thought it was... Uh, I thought it was very entertaining. And it kind of illustrates how uh, everything is just 
bull- bullshit. Well, this is also just a bullshit clip anyway. This is a uh, if you already listened to this, you uh, you know what it is. Uh, Elon Musk was on the BBC, and the BBC was asking him some asinine questions, and Elon was able to deflect these questions, and he flipped it around, and he made the BBC look like a bunch of idiots. <laughs> now I'm not. I'm not a big Elon Musk fan. I'm not like uh, I'm not on his jock, as they used to say back in the day. Uh, I do find him to be entertaining, though. I find Elon Musk to be entertaining. Um, that's about it. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't love Elon Musk. I think he's a little weird, but I enjoyed this this little clip here. I'm just going to play this here. Just have a. So let's get down to business, and we start with the exclusive interview that took place in. Uh, no, San- don't four and a half billion. To- Hold on. In, in rough numbers, a revenue drop from four and a half billion to three, um, uh, and um, expenses went from four and a half to six, creating a three billion dollar negative cash flow situation. Um, and Twitter having a billion dollars in the bank. That's four months to live. All right, this is a this is a bad clip. This is not what I was looking for. Uh, let's try this one. We've spoken to people very recently who were involved in moderation, and they just say they just there's not enough people to police this stuff, particularly around um, particularly around hate speech um, in the company. Do, do, is that well, something that you want to address? What are you talking about? I mean, you use Twitter, right? Do you see a rise in hate speech? I mean, I, I, just a personal anecdote. Like, what do you do? I don't. Personally, my uh, for you, I would see I get I get more of that kind of content. Yeah, personally. That's but, what I'm asking for examples. Can right? You, can you name one example? I, I honestly don't. You honestly, I you don't can't name I, a single example. I'll tell you why. Because I don't actually use that for you feed anymore. Because I I just don't particularly like it. I only look at my, my following. You said you've following. seen more hateful content, but you can't name a single example. Not even one. I'm not sure I've used that feed for the last. Three or four weeks, and I. Well, I how did you see the hateful content, content? Because I've been, I've been using, I've been using Twitter since you've taken it over for the last six months. Okay, so then you must have at some point seen that you for you hateful content. I'm asking for one example. Right, and you I, can't I, give us a whole. And, and, and I'm saying, I, I, then I, I say, sir, that you don't know what you're talking about. Really? Yes, because you can't give me a single example of hateful con- content, not even one tweet, and yet you claimed that the hateful content was high. Well. That's a false. People will say all sorts of nonsense. I'm literally asking for a right. single example, and you can't name one. Right. And as, as I've already said, I don't use that feed. But let's, well, how let, do you know? That I don't think this is getting anywhere. You literally said you experienced more hateful content and then couldn't name a single example. Right. And as I said, I, That's haven't, absurd. I, haven't, I haven't actually looked at that feed. Then how would you know there's hateful content? Because I'm saying that's what I saw a few weeks ago. I can't give you an exact example. Let's move on. We, have, we only have a certain amount of time. Um, well, COVID misinformation. Oh, they didn't continue on the clip. All right, instead of me fumbling this fucking football constantly, I'll just... (coughs) The COVID shit, the BBC reporter starts asking Elon about the... uh, about COVID misinformation. And then Elon says, hey, has the BBC ever gotten anything wrong? And he's like, um, yeah. Yeah. The... The it's the Twitter is very strange. It, it got big and it started to take over the news cycle, and the news cycle is part of some evils. Shut the hell up, cat out there. Um, there's a the the Zeke guys try to take over 
you know, Twitter and try to control the the narrative. And then Elon came in and kind of fucking shat on it. But the news cycle people still need Twitter because that's where all the people still are. And these these um these programs come and they go. Kind of like uh, feed that cat. <laughs> feed it a Q-tip up its butt. There's um ah, it's a lot of weed. I'm trying to roll a joint over here. Uh, you never know what's going to be uh, the next big thing. Like uh, currently, uh, TikTok is, and the establishment has lost control of most of the narrative because all the users went over to TikTok. Uh, the, the the people don't watch TV anymore. Well, some do. That's why they still got some power there. But uh, it it's also very funny that he was like, "Can you can you name something that was hateful that you saw?" The guy can't do it because if he names something that's hateful, he he's probably going to be wrong. Like he might be like, "Well, somebody said that they don't like cats." So that was that was the hate speech that I saw. Or he could say something like um, you know, he he get into something more serious like um like gun rights or some shit. But that's just all that's that's not hate. That's just opinions, man. These people these people need to get the fucking You don't like what somebody's saying. You don't like what somebody's making. If you don't like the media, then you kind of have to make your own. You you have to. You can't complain and get rid of stuff. You have to nut up or shut up. And um, society doesn't really do that. Most people just complain. You got all the old ladies writing letters to people and whatnot. And if it's not the old ladies writing letters, it's it's uh, the corporations with all the money that control us telling people what to say on the thing, the thing you can say, you can't say. Also, if he was to point out some hate speech, it would be uh, he would have repeated the hateful thing. Like he might have been like, um, um. Maybe I was on my Twitter feed and somebody said that um, fat white women are annoying. You know that would be that would, you just said something hateful, even though you're just repeating it. Uh, either way, okay. Look, look. Ow! We're gonna take another quick music break while I roll this joint. I'm gonna roll it up. I'm gonna lick this shit. I'm still upset about my server being down. This is the first time in five years where I'm not streaming on my own server. <coughs> Whoa! This neighborhood, they got people in these, these muscle cars. Is, uh, is calling them a rice burner still? Uh, is that racist, calling them a rice burner? I know that has uh, Asian inclin- inclinations to it. But it's like, do people actually put rice in their cars? What, why do they call them? Uh, uh, well, this part of Bay Ridge is mostly... Uh, Um, uh, what are they called? Hold on one second here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to not be, I'm trying to not be, uh, say anything wrong here. And I, I uh, most of the people that live over here are Persian. Uh, between like the, the seventies and the sixties from like, um, 76th street down to about, you know, 69th Street, like a 10 block radius. It's very, very Persian, Persian people that live here. And there's a lot of young Persian men that have these uh, 
rice burner cars, or should we call them like uh, instead of rice burners, like uh, uh, like curry burners? I don't know the the best way to. Anyway, they drive really loud. They go really fast and drive like shit. Fletcher, that was racist. All right, let's listen to this next song here. We have Up in the Club by Marcus Howard. This also sounds like it might be a goddamn, what is this, remix? What is we this? Are. up in the club um hold on one second here uh just try one more thing for the stream uh show password let's do here do this and then that and then save and save and then connect nope that doesn't work fuck it all right uh we're gonna thank some people Hi, everybody um, let's thank some people. First, let's light this joint for uh, helping make this show a possibility. You guys are helping me pay for these servers that I can't log into. Thank you, people. 
problem with eating my fingernails. Yeah, it's a big ass monitor, huh, Ducky? You like that shit? It's extra wide. You could, could take a picture of my pecker and almost get it to fill up the whole screen. They up in the club. All right, let's uh, turn some people here. We got a P.O. box. Nick the Rat Radio, P.O. Box 90549, Brooklyn, New York, 1209. Inflation-adjusted chargeback. 69 cents from Sir Mike Crotch. Dr. Mike Crotch. Thank you. Sir Dr. Crotch. Uh, these uh, Lone Star beers are cool because they have the cap with the little game show on the bottom of it. You know, like the, the Pictionary show. This one has a, a U, a bed, U bed, or look. U bed and or look. You better look. You better look. And then there's a TW and an ice cube. You better look twice. You can't beat me, Lone Star. That's when you know you're getting a good beer when there's a little game show on the bottom of the cap. What is this one? Uh, oh, this is a time on my hands. There's a watch on top of some hands. Ow. Okay. Let's thank some other people. You go to nicktherat.com, click on donate. And you could you could send some stuff to there. Let's put this out here. Ow. Oh no. Ew. Okay. Let's thank some people that have donated uh, to nick at nicktherat.com. Uh, donate using PayPal. Uh, there's a $4.20 monthly subscription or there's a whatever you want. Let's see if anybody has sent me anything this week. Uh, we got a cancellation. We got NW. Oh, yeah, I say initials. And the note and the number. I don't, uh, I don't dox people. We got NW with 420. NW, you've been around a long time. Continued support. Thank you. Um, and, and finally... We got uh, two donations this week. This one comes from Tajunta. Tajunta with four twenty. I could, I should, maybe I'll, I just put it up and maybe I'll light it up again. No, I'll wait on that. I'll wait a little bit. But uh, Tajunta, thank you so much for the donation. Uh, and also, there is Twitch donations. If you have a Amazon Prime account. You could uh, give me a free $3 or some crap a month. Yeah, just like Ducky on did. Ducky on resubbed with their Prime account, and they've been subbed for 45 months. Holy moly. Um, and also Son of Snack. Thank you for the follow. Uh, these are all the donations this week. Um, and uh, yeah. 
that's you guys are great. I just want to say thank you to everybody, even if you Good night, Spooky. What's wrong? What happened? Feeling kind of weird? Is it because you got all that confetti uh, deep in your eyes? Deep in your ojos? You don't want to be, uh, you don't want to get confetti deep in your ojos. Either way, uh, thank you so much for tuning in there, uh, Spooky. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening, uh, tuning in, uh, uh, submitting stuff. You could send me stuff. I'll uh, I'll play pretty much anything on the show. A weirding module? Um, you get a uh, Smith stuff, I'll play it. Um, as long as it's like under five minutes and it's not too offensive. I usually don't uh, scan anything, so, but either way. I uh, just want to say thank you to everybody. Because if you're listening to a show like this, you have to have, you have to have a decent heart. Because uh, I can't imagine somebody some evil giant soldiers listening to this show. I don't know what I'm saying here. Um, we are going to play a couple of advertisements first, though, because uh, basically there was only a couple of donations. So to make up for that, I have to play some mega corporations uh, uh, selling stuff to you. I have to I have to make you listen to mega corporations um, sell you stuff. And that's how I'm going to get paid this week. And uh, so be it. We'll be right back with Mornick the Rat, and I hope you guys... Have a... What the hell is this? What the fuck is going on here? Sorry, everybody. Hold on one second here. There we go. Right, let's play some advertisements. We'll be right back. In a world where common citizens rebel against constant surveillance... A man finds a weakness when his Chinese buddy hands over stolen plans about altered alcohol that destroys the brain's ability to control where to poop. That's how they're controlled now, when they cannot control it anymore. Invasion of the fecal recognition satellites. Go ahead, take a shit if you don't think they're looking. Here is the new Band-Aid plastic strip with new Super Stick. It sticks better than any other bandage. The proof? Take a dry egg at room temperature. Touch the egg with any other bandage. Brand X, brand Y, brand Z. Not one sticks. But a Band-Aid plastic strip with new Super Stick sticks tight instantly. Watch it again in slow motion. No pressure, yet we can lift the egg, even boil it. And the Band-Aid plastic strip never comes loose. Maybe you don't want to broil eggs this way, but you do want the extra protection of Band-Aid plastic strips. They take better care of little cuts and scratches. They stay put. Yes, even in hot, soapy dishwater. Neat, fresh-colored, almost invisible. Band-Aid plastic strips with new super stick stick better than any other bandage. Made only by Johnson & Johnson, the most trusted name in surgical dressings. Be sure you get Band-Aid plastic strips. Hello, my fellow Dark Sewer citizens. My name is Donald T. Chump. I want to build a wall, and they won't let me. So I went to the Dark Sewer scientists, and they informed me that the kids love 
Lego bricks. So we're gonna build Lego bricks walls all over the fucking place. Listen here, you can buy a bucket of Lego bricks and you give it to your kids and they're gonna build the wall for me. Call now, get a bucket, $69.99. We're building a wall. It's going to be made of Lego bricks straight from the Dark Sewer Network. Don't forget to tell them Donald T. Chump sent you. Build a wall.
Hi, everybody. <coughs> Welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio. How you doing? Giant Persians. Yes. Yes, sir. Indeed. Oh, actually, we should open up the phone lines here. If you'd like to give a call in, you could do that right now. You could give me a call at 917-719-5923. Hopefully the phone line works. The uh, audio stream isn't working. I did open a ticket with them, though, but I'm not expecting an answer tonight. So if you're trying to listen to the stream still, you don't hear this. I love me some beer. Caller. Hello, caller. Caller. Yeah. I caller. Speaker off. What up, Nick? I got you, bro. There's a... Dude, right away, I called you. I found you. It's me. It's William. Hey, what's going on, man? How you you. doing? It's the fourth time I've talked with you. I hope... uh, I'll settle down. I hope things are looking better. Finally, this guy comes out of his room. (laughs) Getting nard. Have you ever heard that, Nick? Somebody say getting nard. I heard of nards as being uh, balls. There was like in that the monster movie with the kids getting kicked in the nards. I, yeah, Wolfman's got nards. Know, it's similar. I think he takes it from Narnia, and <laughs> he made it up on his own, kind of. Never heard. Of, yeah, there he goes. I've heard of Narnia. Just came out of his room. When uh, show, man, it's been a great show so far. Nick. When there's people missing in action, we usually say they're in Narnia. Fucking around. When people are missing in action, they're in Narnia. Fucking around. He likes it. What are you thinking tonight, Nick? I'm thinking about some weird shit. And how words words manifest Mm -hmm. into reality. I like that idea. He's thinking about how words manifest into reality. It's beautiful. It's uh, it's very strange stuff. I don't care because, like, I screw myself with those. If, 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 if that's true, then, like, I've been calling myself a loser for a long time, Nick. You see? No, callers, this I, is the problem. You can't do that. I can and have. Well, you can, and, but... Th- you... And maybe I'm wrong, so what? What's wrong with being humble? Then again, you're right. Because if you start saying, like, you're a super smart... Uh, super cool dude. Yeah, I don't and... want to be an asshole who's a, a loser for real and is not aware of it. If I'm really a loser, then I should just tell people sometimes, like, hey, that's okay. Maybe you I can embellish the, the loserness. You know? Be like, uh, like, I might be a loser, I'm not but... going to be the guy who's like, I'm a rock and roll scientist oh, and I crush everybody even though I suck. It doesn't make sense. I'm not going to lie to people. I'm very honest. My mom used to tell people I'm honest to a fault. Is your name Abe? Wait, no, it's it's William. Sorry. No, that's a myth. That guy didn't really... It's it's something people used to spread. and I think he was really kind of... He was a lying motherfucker, wasn't he? See, this is what I mean about words, is manifesting into reality. I have heard that about him. I don't want to like go on the record and say I'm an expert on Abe Lincoln or anything, Nick, but 
I might have heard something about him. What did you hear? Some bad, some bad stuff. Are you an he didn't expert? love his mother the same way I do. Okay? What? He had problems with his mom. I know that for sure. I ain't got no problems with my mom. And she's gone and I miss her. Aw. So that's a, that's the thing me and Abe Lincoln don't have in common. Right? Yeah. So I'm not a big fan of that guy necessarily. I never met him. I don't know. Martin, Martin Luther King is another example who's kind of a womanizer and bad guy. People want to talk about him. Okay, cool. I never met him. Did some good stuff. He might have been really cool. He might have been a tool. He, he might have been a fool. Hey, he wasn't the same kind of husband my dad was. My dad was a good husband. He loved my mom and they were best friends. Did did Martin they Luther kill Martin King Luther King's kids? Cheated all the time. Or was that Malcolm X? My parents never cheated on each other, and I'm really proud of that. That's well, how funny. do you know? Maybe they I cheated. Knew. Maybe they I knew cheated my so good. Life, dude. It was really cool when you grow up knowing that. It's cool. I knew it the whole way. Awesome. It's a cool feeling. I can't imagine what other people go through when their parents cheat on each other. And I know it happens like all the fucking, like way more than half the time. Most Except people probably have really with, shitty parents. Did not happen with my parents. My parents did not cheat on each other after I was born. And they blamed me. And that does not happen. Like, if I got to feel special about something, there so, it is. There you go. You should feel lucky about that. Kind of. It's cool. Then they died together in the house I grew up in, rock and roll. They were best friends in their 60s. They smoked and drank and, ooh, I'm going to do the same thing. They died together? Like at the same time? No, like two years apart. Uh, but both in the same house and both of heart attacks. That sucks. So, like, I spent the two years after mom with my dad very close to him. I moved from another state to where he was living down the street, where she paid for. That probably kept so, them around a lot longer. There's, there seems to be like a, if, if like the wife or the husband dies, usually the, the wife or the husband that didn't die, dies soon after. It's, it's like heartbroken. They're like heartbroken. It sounds cliche, but maybe you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm, it just sounds cliche to me. Well, because so you get warning signs when I hear some cliche stuff. You know, you, you do get a um, you kind of give up if you really love somebody, and, and then they they leave. You, you part no, of you gives totally. up, and I think giving up does manifest into reality too. I do think that's what my dad did? He was just and like, I ah, thought, fuck it. like when I when I went back home and lived near him for a couple of years, I thought he was going to be around for twenty more years. Like, all right, this is cool. I got comfortable. Then he died. I'm like, fuck. So, like, I was wrong, but I think you're right about that. Like, he didn't want to go. He didn't want to keep hanging out with me. He was done. His best friend was gone. I probably crushed him. My mom was a cool chick, Nick. And I wouldn't want to be around her if I was him either. So I understand. My papa was like, he was he was a crushed soul to begin with. So like finding my mom was probably awesome for him. Like I'm my mom. 
my sister's kind of a shithead, and that's kind of more like our dad. But our dad's still cool. But we got the same mom and dad, and they needed each other for sure. And they were always together once they met each other. And we never doubted that about them. And I think that's what's special about it. Nobody ever doubted those two. The whole time they were together, they were just like buddies. Watching sports and arguing. Talking shit. Is your sister single? Hey, my man. Why are you listening to me anyway? Am I that important? Yes. Fuck yeah, dude. Is, is that your sister in the background? Two, two hearted, two hearted bells is what's in my hand, Nick. Two hearted that, that brew. I think those are called nards. Nards. <laughs> he said that. I think those are called nards. Do you, you are you cradling some nards? I guess so. That's what you said. Can't argue. You could argue it. I'm telling you, you don't have to. My phone's beeping like somebody's calling me, but that doesn't make any sense to me. Who's calling you? Is it the FBI? I'm not even. I don't CIA? Not look. I refuse to look, dude. It's disrespect to Nick or the rat if I look at my phone right now. And I don't even want to recognize who the fuck is beeping. They can kiss my ass. Dude, Nick the rat is on the phone. Do you work for the CIA? It's off. Yeah, we're in the sewer. Caller? That's weird. Uh, let's listen to a, a voicemail. I hope uh, hope everything's okay. Is that the cat? Is the calling from uh, east to the west? You're on Nick the Rat Radio from the mi- from the miniocalypse. How are you, Nick the Rat? The miniocalypse. Oh yeah, you know it. What is? Is that Minneapolis? Yeah, I'll tell you when you're older. Miniocalypse. Now I'm imagining an apple with tiny with a tiny mouth. No, no, no. You're imagining an apple with a lot of lips. It's not called little asshole yep. lips. It's mini apple lips. Yo, but what that mini apple lips do? Sucking on that little mini apple butt. Oh my goodness! Also, the uh, lips could be that could be anal lips. You got lips on your butt, right? Is your butthole lips? I hope so, man. Oh, it's midnight in the sewer. Start. Oh, thank thank you, Servo. Reminding me. Cheers. What up, Servo? I would be hanging out in the sewer chat, but alas, I'm stuck behind my lighting console trying to get some stuff programmed. Ooh, what are you programming? Light. Oh. Are you using uh, a Raspberry uh, Pi? 
No, it's a ETC, Electronic Theater Controls uh, Lighting Console called the Element. Uh-huh. Uh, this thing was new when I was in college at like 2010. It had already been out for like two years, so it's got some years under its belt. How involved? Are you like soldering or are you just a... Not this time, man. Holy shit. (laughs) Thank God, not this time. Uh, I did have this really nice idea where I was going to do like a teacup curtain and put little four diode LED pucks in there that were four color. Um, <clears throat> and then insert them into each one of the teacups, some plastic teacups, and then I was going to have fiber optic cables come out, kind of like cascade out of the cup. But just ran out of time, man. Couldn't do it. Couldn't pull it off. So you live in the dark right now? Oh, yeah. You don't get them lights set up? How do you how do you program them? Are you using C+. No, it's um, it's a, a proprietary software released by ETC. Um, the software is called EOS, E-O-S, huh. and it's just lighting lighting control software. What what could you, you like control the time it goes on or off, or or the brightness, the lumens? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, really, any parameters inside of uh, light, whether it be intensity, strobe, shutters, um, images, or gobos. It sounds like a lot of work uh, just to get some light. Yeah, you're fucking telling me, man. (laughs) These better be nice lights. (laughs) Does it does it MIDI? Uh, Sorry, what was that? Does it MIDI? Uh, yeah. It midis, it takes empty time code. So like Whoa. let's say you got um I've seen it done on Joseph and the Dream Coat where the drummer had a MIDI tie in on his one of his kick pedals. Or I'm sorry, there was a trigger on the um an electronic <laughs> trigger on the bass head. So every time you hit that kick pedal during this one particular song, there would be this yellow flash that would wash across the stage like boom, 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 flash, flash, flash. Nice. Um, yeah. Or audio consoles can send triggers to fire off specific cues. It's um, it's it's pretty versatile stuff. It's it's an unending rabbit hole. But you're doing this you're in, in your house, right? You're doing this in your house or like a like a stadium or? Uh, no, it's it's, uh, it's my theater. You have a theater in your house? <laughs> I wish. That'd be cool, man. Well, I'm Nothing coming but over. Evil Dead on repeat. We're going to yeah. watch Evil Dead, the movie, and then we're going to perform Evil Dead, the musical, back to back. Can we watch Evil Dead Rises? Uh, I hope so. I hope so, man. I hope it's you know, good. I'm, I'm, me too. I was um, I was actually very much into the remake, and I think we've talked about this before, um, ah. but I really enjoyed that, the Evil Dead remake. I think since then I've watched the first 30 minutes of it, and I was enjoying it. I didn't get to 
watch more of it. But I'm gonna. I need to watch that. I heard it was good. And because it's not. <clears throat> yes, you still end up with the cabin in the woods scenario, but just this whole added layer of um, a detox situation just really like amps up the sort of psychological terror, which is cool. And it's awesome to see the deadites modernize and they're like, you know, real kind of pervy and sweary and all that, you know, you know, if you know, you know, (laughs) Uh, but if you don't know, now, you know, Uh, Uh, how can you expect me? How can you expect me to know the things that I don't know? What is this? Get me out of this clown car. You just word up manifestations until you know. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking I was actually talking to a very dear friend of mine. Uh, you may have heard of him. Could be Lovish. I was talking about this today. I was like, you know what? I'm sensing some super intense intention work over the summer. Intention work. Super intense. In, yeah. Intensive intention? What what are, you, what are you talking about here? I just want to start really cultivating seeds that would put us in or put me in a position where I could be my own boss to some capacity. I don't know what it's going to entail. Oh, you want to be uh, you want to work for yourself. Yeah. Doing doing lights? Yeah. Doing lighting and stuff? Um or programming? Lights? You know, if if I if I fully embrace trying to do gig work again, it would uh it would be really disruptive to the podcast and I just the podcast is more important to me than continuing trying to pursue any sort of uh high dollar fucking theater gig cuz you know, you gotta have the proper paperwork, and I don't have it. So if I gave really... you, if I gave you twenty bucks, could you hook up a light to to the to my toilet bowl flusher? Sure. So, oh, so when I like well, jiggle the handle or something, like it starts shooting out lasers. I would do it. I would do it for six thousand nine hundred and sixty nine satoshis, which would All be right. a steal. That's less than a dollar, or uh, about a dollar. It's like two dollars. I bet. I don't think I've ever seen anything attached to a, a toilet bowl flusher. Like, um, why aren't there like, um, like, uh, like sound effects or something? Mm, or lights, could be fun. Could be or fun. maybe a heated one, a heated uh, a handle jiggler, Jiggling a glow in the dark one, anything. Just like there's no innovation in uh, the toilet handles. Flushers. Oops, shit. Oops, I did the, I fucked up. Shit. I want to replace always... my flusher with a Fletcher. So when you flush, he screams. Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> I'll play I with some I am a disgusting boy. Wait. Are you Booberry? I am. Are you Nicorette? I knew it. Actually, I didn't know it until uh, until I did like mental gymnastics. Oh, started to connect the dots and tying the red strands. So, are you married to Lovish? 
Huh? Are you guys like? I, I should be. <laughs> are you guys more than just pot? You do you just podcast together, or, or are you like lovers? Or we are uh, destined for the karaoke stage together. It's okay. So I wasn't sure. I didn't know. I didn't know how far the partnership uh, went. They're shooting well, you know, fireworks if, off over here. If if Lavish was like, hey, you know, I need a lighting guy for a very specific thing, I'd be like, say no more. I got you, fam. T- tell him, Easy. tell him you want to hook up some lights to his toilet bowl. A glass Lavish, top. A gl- a, you see, want, on the top of the tank, it needs to be glass. And when you pull the flusher down, lasers shoot out of the back of your toilet. And there's so much, so many possibilities. There's just activities for days. I'm I'm very much into the glow-in-the-dark stuff. I think that would be very fun. Glow-in-the-dark stuff is cool. I like it. I like it when it glows in the dark. Do they have the opposite of glow in the dark? Like uh, dark in the light? <laughs> I want like a shadowy, shadowy stuff. Kind of sounds like that. Uh, oh, I can roll up on the refrigerator and you see the sign. It's like still works, but the light's broken inside. <laughs> Van to black, yeah. Actually, Servo, Servo's so smart. Servo's. You, do you ever talk to Servo? This weird robot in the chat room. Duo uh, Denim. You know, Servo, uh, Servo and I can throw down. Send some cool stuff. Some He's cool a. Stuff. I think it's a he. Might be a. Uh, yeah, like a, the, the black, the super black that could just absorb all light. Is kind oh, of I, like. I thought you. Were, I, I thought you were saying. Servo is super black. <laughs> Servo is super He might be. He might be. You know, no judgment, of course. Love people from all backgrounds. <laughs> I like the super yellow people the most. Nah, super yellow. Well, if he's super black, super yellow. They need to get rid of... Uh, Skin color. Hmm. Yeah, I mean it's a little, it's a little played out. It's not even, it's not even the like the rallying cry anymore. <sighs> they need to get rid, uh, get rid of, get rid of everything. They need to get rid of everything. We need to start over. We need to go back to basics. Back to basics. Back to ba- we we've we've made so many words, and we threw them up into our society. It's just it clutters it up. We need to get rid of most of it. We could start with skin color. We could probably get rid of uh, probably even get rid of gender in society. Like. Just, just make bathrooms. We need to change got, bathrooms. So. I think you got plenty of people on that case already. <laughs> just gotta bide your time in that regard. I, I thought they wanted. I thought they wanted more genders. I want. I want less genders. I don't know, man. I presume to know nothing. I presume to know nothing. <laughs> 
I want I want Ooh, less blue. less grades at school. There just needs to be school. Um, there shouldn't be like first grade, second grade, third grade. There should just be school. Yeah, um, we did the homeschooling thing, and I, I know it's not quite exactly what you were getting at, but being able to have sort of tailored lessons where you're not just, I mean, that was like the worst part about doing the homeschool stuff is we still had to work out of textbooks. But in some ways, I mean, it kind of worked out because, like, you know, we um, we used a lot of college textbooks. Well, textbooks are good. College textbooks. Especially for, like, math. Uh, textbooks aren't good for history and stuff, but. Oh, yeah. You should, uh, if you find yourself at some time, you should fall down the Bob Jones University college math textbook rabbit hole. <laughs> is good. Uh, it's just it's like you know it's like oh you know we're gonna learn some math but also about Jesus at the same time. Very I, I, Christian. Blueberry, I think lavish in the chat is very wrong. He says kids segregate themselves by age. I think that kids think they do, but it's not them. It's the it's the people putting. But it's uh, I'm guessing you're saying like oh he's a freshman. Well, the fact that the establishment said that they're freshmen and then you know their age is why they separate themselves. The kids segregate themselves by everything, especially if society lets them. So I don't yeah, think it's really yeah. the kids doing it. I think it's more of society doing it than, than the kids doing it. You pave them a road and they're bound to take it. Yeah, so if we got rid of grades and race and everything, then there would be no... Uh, there wouldn't be much of anything, but it'll be it'll be different. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm fairly certain we're like 23 iterations deep of whatever you want to call the human condition. I'm just picking 23 as a random number, uh, but you know, we've just done this many and many and many. Are you, many trying, are you trying to mind fuck me? Uh, <laughs> I hope you're wearing a condom. Is the Illuminati or, completely re- fake? Um, really? I would really fake. No, not really fake. I would say real, but more real in the sense of the meme than you, any sort of organization. Do you know about Operation so, Mindfuck? Yeah, the the dude I forget his name, but he's the guy that was working out of um Playboy. Yeah. And you know, he, he I mean he he was writing about Oswald, right? Isn't that the same guy? Uh, I'm not too sure what he else he did. About- but but basically Operation Mindfuck is, is is it put the words about the Illuminati out there and then people believed it. And I I always thought the Illuminati were like a real group. I didn't know it was just some bullshit. Well, they are the very uh Yeah, they existed, but they're not uh they don't exist today. They don't they're not they're not out there doing stuff. I I would say as a meme, the Illuminati is one hundred percent yes, real. 
as a physical, like card carrying organization. Yeah. I mean, the just all of the oh God, I'm starting to see shit again. Um, all of the uh, uh, just the celebrities with the you know just all of the like generic satanic shit. I mean, some of it's kind of fun, but others is just like, come on. Well, celebrity, celebrity's now. real. Um, the Zeitgeist is definitely real. There's definitely some some storytellers doing something, but I don't know who they are. The storytellers. Did you ever tell a lie, caller? Did you ever tell a lie that people thought were real? That was real? Did you ever, did you ever tell a lie and get away with it? I think if I sat here and thought about it long enough, I could probably. <clears throat> oh, I love this job. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love this place. Everything works. The medication works great. So most of the time, I, you are building the story days. of society yourself. You're well. You're, I do it too, especially at you know at, at at work when the scientists are sticking things in places they shouldn't be. I'm like, hey, that feels great. I love you. I'll do anything for you. Uh, just don't fire me. It's it's a very strange existence that we are existing within because of words. Um. Oh God, what's her name? Sort of, I remember she's a wordsmith poet uh she was on greg carlwood her name starts with an l maybe maybe leanne um, or lauren or laurie or lavish or lucy or lorraine could, could, could Laverne. Lush. and the grange um shit uh, lorena I'll um I'll I'll circle back and try and dig it out if I can remember. Um but I mean, she's got some amazing examples of just how bizarre language, specifically English, can get. You look at prophet, prophet, pray and pray. I mean you got four different words there, but you got prophet pray and prophet pray. Lisa prophet, pray and Lisa, yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds correct. Lolita? Is that his name? Oh, man. Now you're going to make me look it up. (laughs) Shit. You you don't have to... (laughs) Um, Laurel Erica? Liesa? Liza? Find, Find the L... Entry in dictionary names. Uh, How come um, we know? Do you know who Lorena Bobbitt is? Unfamiliar. When is that going to stop? Like the kids, Lorena Bobbitt. The kid does. Does like the average twenty-year-old uh, child know who Lorena Bobbitt is? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, shit. I don't know. I don't know either. 
Is there uh, anybody in the chat right now get... who doesn't know who Lorena Bobbitt is? I heard she was a wordsmith. Laurel Erica. Yeah, that's, that's Servo. Servo is, uh, just look in the chat. Servo is, is God. Servo is like chat GPT. Oh. <laughs> Servo GPT. <laughs> Well, hey, you know what? I made it through Act 1, Scene 1. Not bad. Not bad. I got some nice looks. I think I'm going to pack up. So How's it going, Ironside Chatters? Like... You... Whoa. Sorry about Is that. Is that me or you? That was, like... that was me. I clicked the link that Servo posted. It was I thought it was going to be a a funny little clip. It was an, it's an hour-long, two-hour-long show he okay yeah i was I, he's, um, I would say greg carlwood is the guy that just really in the grand scheme of things kicked it all off for me that's the first um show i really got into the, the first podcast is a show called all systems goku which all is all system um, it was a dragon ball z podcast yeah it was two guys that were doing a watch through of the uh, dragon ball z kai Oh, I thought it was just been two guys yelling at each other the whole time. Ah. Yeah, and, well, I, if I recall correctly, I think they had another podcast that was a wrestling podcast for wrestling. That's cool. So they were kind of watching it. Yeah, watching it in that with that lens, you know. Did they have a? Did they have good microphones? Um. Oh, it was the first podcast you listened to. It's probably not. Yeah, I shit. I didn't really come to understand what it meant to have good audio until I started listening to Adam and John, and that was right at that same time when everybody started kicking off Zoom calls and recording them. Um, so I learned real quick, like what it means to sound good. It means uh, two to three hundred dollars, probably a little bit more. Which, which is not that's not bad. It's not, it's not, but a lot of people are like, wait, two, three hundred dollars? Nah. Am I going to spend that? Shit. Because, like, I would love to um, play the saxophone, right? But how much does the saxophone cost? It's more uh, money than I would want to spend just to fuck around with it. Fuck around and sax out? <laughs> yeah, I would love to fuck around with a sax. I've never blown a sax. No. It read instruments or I, I never had the embouchure for it. I never had the money for it. Ugh. Or the space. Well, you know, buying a buying a big thing is it's it takes up a lot of space. But a microphone doesn't really take up too much space. Or a interface. I want a sax, Fletch. Fletch, can you sax? Fletch oh. do you I want to hear some you- Fletch on the sax. What if you got one of those Kenny G saxophones? They're real skinny. That should if, make them cheaper, right? If I get that, I have to buy like one of those giant fans too, though, to play it while I'm bl- blowing it. My why tail you, flapping why in the wind. Do, why do you need it? Why do you need to buy a giant fan when you got the sewer denizens? I guess I could. Just... <laughs> 
Caller, you want to know something really yeah. weird? Sure, always. I'm going to tell you a really weird story here. Did you sure. know that in the 17th century, there was a Dutch guy named Terrer, and he ate everything. Oh, yeah. He would eat glass and rocks and all sorts of crazy shit, metal. He ate an entire basket of apples. He ate a dozen eggs. This doesn't sound very impressive. Uh, he ate a whole sheep in one sitting. That's pretty That's pretty impressive. Well, then again, how old was – how big was the sheep? I used to eat these sheep. Uh, he traveled he, tra- he traveled. He, he, he joined he a freak show. <laughs> he, he joined a traveling freak show. And he would eat live animals uh, on stage, and uh, he died at the age of twenty-six from uh, eating eating uh, habits, from extreme eating habits. Died from. Uh... Do you think that story is real? I'm. I definitely know this story, but I was under the impression that the guy was. Uh, he actually lived. Quite a long time, but hmm. and this was in the 17th century, right? Was a oh, I, I might be, I might be thinking of a more modern guy because there's some dude that's rolling around now that, or like the early to mid aughts into the early 2010s, he would like run around and not drink toxic stuff, but stuff that would make you definitely sick. Oh, like shoe nice, he yeah, some, he's, he's still around. But okay, yeah, yeah. That's but did they have newspapers about, in 1772? Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. That's what Ben Franklin was doing. He was. I, I don't know if he was printing more papers or banging more hoes. He was in the military too. Interesting. Um, a blueberry. Would you like to say goodnight to the the internet? Good night, sweet internet. So I, I gotta I gotta pl- play some music now, but it was good talking to you, and I hope you have a good uh, time with that lighting console. I've actually just powered it down. I have hold on, let me check the time. I've got thirty three minutes until the alarms kick on. <laughs> <laughs> So I am GTFO and you don't want to get stuck there. Let me get those earplugs. Well, if I get stuck here, I get the hell out of there before the alarms go off. Oh my god! Doing nothing is something by Roxy Lau.
Alright, okay, check this one out. Check this one out here. That's a good song. Roxy Laugh, thank you so much. Thank you, all the music. It's CC by 3.0. It's all on SoundCloud. You could all go there, go to the Nick Rat, like, slash, thing, blah, 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 blah. Happy to. Hey, oh, hey, oh. Alright, check out this story. I was thinking I was going to change it around to just fuck with people. But I'm not going to. This is just straight. The Dancing Plague of 1518. Have you heard of the Dancing Plague? Started with a woman in, in July of 1518. She goes out in the streets and starts boogie-woogie-woogieing. Boogie-woogie-hoogie-woogie-boogie-boogie-woogieing. Um, I already have so many questions. Did she die? Is This is a plague. I don't understand. What the hell was going on here? Uh, I do have I do have a theory about what the uh, what was what was the uh, the thing going on here? <laughs> Dance till you're dead. Uh, that'd be very cool. Uh, TikTok dancing plague of 2020. The chat room's crazy. Uh, it stopped in September. By early September, the outbreak stopped. So it was like a two month long uh, hoedown. Um, what was written about it? In uh, physician notes, there was a cathedral sermons. There was notes by city council uh, that that this happened. That there was there was victims. They were dancing. They don't know why, but there was an outbreak of dancing after the single woman started dancing, and the dancing did not seem to die down for two months straight. It kept going. It lasted so long that it even it even got the attention of uh, the bishops and some other douchebags that were high up there. A lot of doctors, uh, they took these people and they put them in a hospital. Now, this, what this sounds like is bullshit. It sounds like, like what, what else was going on in Strasbourg in 1518? There was probably some little revolution. A lot of people were probably killed and just disappeared. You believe they were all nuns? They might have been nuns. I don't know. Um, now there's controversy over whether these people danced till they dead. Till, dan- but, but, but some sources, they said that they, the plague killed around 15 people a day. So 15 people a day were dying from dancing. But to even call it a plague, who knows? People are today are saying there was food poisoning, there was uh, hysteria. But to me, this just sounds like some. There was some uprising. There was probably some uprising, and the people in charge just were like, you know, we're gonna just fucking we're gonna kill you. And they probably killed about fifteen people a day. Um, and now today we have cabaret laws. Right, that's why we have cabaret laws. Some places you can't dance. There's, there's only certain places where you can dance because of this. Oh wow! Florence and the Machine released a song that was called uh, "Choromania." That talks about this. 
I want to hear. I like Florence and the Machine. <laughs> World's worst Nazathon. TikTok's going to get somebody killed. Uh, 917-719-5923. Hello. Hi. Don't stand. What's the Don't stand. Hello. Hello. Job is done. Well, thank you. Now go get more wood. trying to do when you're asking about ghosts. Well, you're not really trying to find out the truth of ghosts, sir. You are on Hey Nick, it's me, Terry, the absolute fool. Listen, buddy, I uh I made up a joke just specifically for uh, for us, sir. For everybody here. For Blueberry, for Servo, for Stillwater, for Nick the Rat. For anybody, dude. 
and everybody. It goes like this. There was a mental institution, an insane asylum, and a guard worked there. And every afternoon, about 11 p.m., he'd go check on the, the inhabitants of this insane asylum. So he gets his keys together and gets over there and walks into the, to the first door. And he peers inside the window, small window, and he sees the caller north of the south. And he looks in there and looks at him, and the caller north of the south is a big fat guy. And uh, he's walking around, and uh, he's acting like he's putting stuff up his ass, and he'll take it out, and oh my he'll go stuff up his ass, and he'll go and act like he's painting it, and then he'll, and then he'll hide, uh, he'll go hide it somewhere, and then hop around a little bit. And a guard is kind of like, what the fuck? And he, he guard goes, boom, boom, boom. Things on the door and says, caller, north of the south. What the fuck are you doing, boy? He goes, and the caller goes, ah, I'm, uh, I'm practicing. When I get out, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to steal chicken eggs and I'm going to uh, put them in my ass and ball them. And then I'm going to dress up like a Easter bunny and paint the eggs and hide the eggs. And I'm gonna be the better than the Easter Bunny and better than all the chickens and the Equator. And and stupid shit. And the guard, uh, he said, "God damn it, boy! I like that line of thinking. Thinking like that, you'll be out of here in no time. Keep it up, son. I'm proud of you." Yeah. So uh, the guard walks down to the second the door and he peers into the small window and he sees, uh, well, it's Nick the Rat. Now, somehow Nick the Rat has managed to get all of his podcast equipment in there and it looks just like his room, like it would be in the sewer. He's in there, he's doing all these clips and he's watching old shit and pacing, copying, pacing, and listening to fucking stupid-ass techno. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in there and doing all this, and then he'll go over there by the toilet, make fart sounds, and he'll go over there in the other corner and pretend to be Zindu. And, and the guy's watching all this. What the fuck? Okay. You know, the only thing stranger than that that color is. Probably the Linguini brothers singing about rats. Oh my gosh. There's rats. They're running around my house. I need to call an exterminator now. Let's go out. Turn that shit up, man. Uh, uh, Linguini bros, help. Rats don't wear hats, they have flaps and they can't rap. But they can't have chats with other rats now they're on the map. That Pat owns being chased by cats, smashed into a wall. They got a call and took a picture at Niagara Falls. Well, great, now the rats live in a bin and we don't sin, but we be eating those slim gyms. I only eat limes because I am on time with those rhymes that don't even get paid a dime, but I got in the car, we went pretty far. You know we're gonna go to the bar, have a beer, don't hit a deer on the way here. Why should I care if you hit a bear? Cause your hair, that's not fair, he will care. Now I'm thinking out of the square. That rat's pretty dang fat, don't even chat when you slip on the mat. Rat a tat tat, slap the gat, help me Matt, I am in that combat. Hit you with a baseball bat, talk to the rat, then look at the stat, then I get pet cat. The rat, in fact, 
put on an act, look flat. You got a bat, stamp, stomp on your rat, but I keep him a rat. I hit your hat, and I think buy a bat. I think I'll hit you with a baseball bat. Hey, yeah, you're just like my friend, flat. I'll splat because you're in my face. I got a rat, not like my cat. My mat is flat. Rats aren't as, as good as cats, cat. they hit the they mat, hit the when you are kind of a rat, but you I just got bit by a bat, or was it a rat, or a bat. cats or are enemies of rats, rat-a-tat-tat-rat. So I jump ship in Hong Kong, and I make my way over to Tibet, and I get on as a looper at a course over there in Himalayas. A looper? A looper. You know, a caddy, a looper. Jack. So I tell them I'm a pro jack, and who do you think they give me? The Dalai Lama himself, the 12th son of the Lama. The flowing robes, the grace, bald, <sighs> striking. So I'm on the first tee with him. I give him the driver. He hauls off and whacks one. Big hitter in the Lama. Long. Into a 10,000-foot crevice right at the base of this glacier. Do you know what the Lama says? No. Gunga Galunga. Gunga Gunga Lagunga. So we finish 18, and he's going to stiff me. And I say, hey, Lama, hey, how about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know. And he says, oh, uh, there won't be any money. But when you die on your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. <laughs> so I got that going for me, which is nice. FCC, an appointed body, not elected, answerable only to the president, decided on its own that radio and television were the only two parts of American life not protected by the First Amendment to the Constitution. And why did they decide that? Because they got a letter from a minister in Mississippi. <laughs> a Reverend Donald Wildman in Mississippi heard something on the radio that he didn't like. Well, Reverend, did anyone ever tell you there are two knobs on the radio? Of course, I'm sure the Reverend isn't that comfortable with anything that has two knobs on it. <laughs> but hey, Reverend, there are two knobs on the radio. One of them turns the radio off, and the other one changes the station. <laughs> Imagine that, Reverend, you can actually change the station. It's called freedom of choice, and it's one of the principles this country was founded upon. Look it up in the library, Reverend, if you have any of them left when you finish burning all the books. And I don't know how you feel about it, but I am getting pretty sick and tired of these fucking church people. I have just about had it with these fucking church people, all of them. You know what I say we ought to do with these churches? Tax them. Tax these motherfuckers. If they're so interested in politics and government policy and public policy, let them pay their admission price like everybody else.
tax them. Hey, the Catholic Church alone could wipe out the federal budget deficit if all you did was tax them on their real estate holdings. Yeah. I tell you what, if I was sucking my own dick, my hardest, the hardest part yeah. would be resisting the, a second heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would just be like, oh my God, I can't wait to get going. Maybe like a little foreplay. I'd be like, ah, yeah. ah. I know. You just be, would you just be breathing on it? <sighs> like teasing yourself? <laughs> I would love to suck my Would you start ass. with your balls? I would spend so much time down there and eat my ass. <laughs> yeah. Eat my ass. I'd suck my dick. I'd be yeah. playing with my balls. Yeah. I'd be pinching my nipples. <laughs> I'd be pinching my nipples. I'd be licking my taint. Yeah. I'd do it all. Oh, and I'd be God. like, you're not ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely come in my mouth. I'd come uh, all over my face. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gay, right? If you do like, no. Right? no. No, the Dalai Lama, you know, like legitimately, like I, I don't know that he's, you know, he got canceled. The Dalai Lama got canceled. Dalai Lama got canceled. He was saying a bunch How? of sexist shit. What? Yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> well, here's the thing. It was a while back. Let me remember what he was saying. Oh, he was talking about how. <laughs> He doesn't. Uh, it, he doesn't want to get married, and he sees his friends that are all married, and uh, a lot of times they get divorced and they lose all their money. And then this lady goes, uh, "Well, sometimes a woman has her own money. She makes her own money." He goes, "Yeah, good one." <laughs> oh, what? The Dalai Lama said that? <laughs> yes, yes. Women always go on TV, and you know, they say all they want is to be treated exactly like guys. But if you listen to them, they don't. All they want is the good of being a guy. They're cherry picking. They look at a guy's life like it's like a buffet, right? Like you just can start picking out stuff like same amount an hour, we'll take some of that. Pay for the movie, f that. You can keep that one. <laughs> this girl gives me shit. She goes, well, why does a guy make more an hour to do the exact same job? I go, I'll tell you why. Because in the unlikely event that we're both on a Titanic and it starts to sink, for some up reason you get to leave with the kids and i have to stay anytime there's a hostage situation who do they negotiate for well at least let the women and children go well, what about me where are all those feminists then there are no feminists in a house fire you can take the most hardcore feminist little short little haircut you know second those flames break out she'll twist those little hairs into pigtails oh i'm just a girl i want to go play jump rope Here's what was always said around me when I was growing up. If you rearrange the letters of sister, it spells resist. And that's the truth, boy. So that's the rule right there. You know, if both y'all have the same parents, then no candles at dinner. You know what I'm saying? Name me if you can a, a, a noble action performed or a noble thought uttered by a believer in God that could not be uttered by a non-believer. Uh, name a wicked action performed or a wicked thing said by someone purely because of their religious faith. You don't even have to blink before you've thought of one. We are part of the natural order. Uh, we're not a specially created species. We have no, no unique privilege. Uh, bleak though it may be, at least it's realistic, it doesn't mean that we have to live without irony. It doesn't mean we have to live without humor. It doesn't mean we have to live without solidarity. 
or any of the other things that make life A, bearable, and B, possible. Uh, Rabbi Bacchirk has been contradicting himself directly all evening. He began by saying that our good qualities, our heroic and noble and gentle and generous qualities, are innate in us. He's quite right in saying that. Yes, they are innate in us. That is precisely the point. Religion borrows its morality from us, not we from religion. God is man-made. You have to listen. Wait, Do you think you can improve response. America I by determinedly be and avowedly condemning Fox News without acknowledging that you're participating in the same game? I, Did you not just listen to someone who plainly, legitimately believes in this country and believes it's possible to change, but is bound by corruption, is bound by the lobbying system? Surely it's clear to you, Bill, as one of the great pundits and experts and comic voices that systemic change is required. Money has to be taken out of politics. We need new political systems that genuinely represent ordinary Americans so that we can overcome cultural differences. And bickering about which propagandist network is the worst is not going to save a single American life, not improve the life of a single American child, not going to improve America's standing in the world, and the world needs a strong America. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. So you have an obligation, a duty. Ask me some question about, I don't know, some complicated physics question. Tell me a little bit about how Einstein's field equations are derived. Oh, yeah, I got that. I go get my phone. I start exactly, yes. stuff. I, I know nothing. But if I say to you, like, hey, can you uh, just walk us through like, the stages and the causes of homelessness? I mean, I, I have opinions on that. I don't, I wouldn't presume to say that I know better than than experts in that field, but I certainly have opinions on that. Dude, everybody in here has an opinion about everything that we're talking about in here, which makes it even doubly complicated. But at least in your field, you don't have people kind of thinking that they know and then disagreeing. Well, you have the flat earthers, right? Yeah, well, and th th they're growing. There are still those in science who say the exquisite nature of the universe, the exquisite laws of the universe, are evidence of, of a designer, of a creator. Mm -hmm. Does that view make sense to you? It's very tempting. We want to be thought of as children being cared for by an omnipotent, omniscient, and benevolent creator. I mean, think of all the uncertainties and turmoil and terrors of our life, which would be made less terrifying if this were true. But here, if anywhere, is a case where we must not believe because we want it to be true. I'm not saying I know the answer to this. This is one of the deepest questions. We do not know the answer. We simply have to keep an open mind. All of us, philosophers, scientists, religious people, no one, in fact, knows. If the universe was always here, if the universe was infinitely old, then there's nothing for a creator to do. Most of us would be surprised to hear that the universe is going to end one day. We expect the universe to go on forever into the future. Why do we have the idea that it doesn't go on forever into the past? South, I've been involved in the magazine business and, uh, and, and in the newspaper business, and I have never been able to decide whether there is somebody way up on top who passes orders down or whether there is just a tremendous collection of idiots uh, in, in those businesses. Uh, I still have an open mind about whether, that, whether there are invisible string pullers or there's just plain stupidity. Uh, but some issues just never get raised in the mass media. As for instance, to get away from sociology to the merely uh, trivial, 
uh, Dan Quayle buying marijuana. That got out through the underground, uh, the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, through the less uh, well-known uh, ra uh, radio stations. It popped up on two radio stations in L.A., and then I found out it popped up on WBAI in New York, and the word has gradually got out, but not through the mass media. There are some things that just never get into the mass media, and it's very hard to find out why not. Like Gary V or whatever that guy's name is, Jerry V, <laughs> telling people to fucking sell their home and sleep in their yard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that dude was raised on a damn wine wine farm or something, dude. He's out of there fucking, you know what I'm saying, dude, hiding grapes in his ass at night, <laughs> freezing grapes and fucking hiding them in his ass. And he's telling people how to struggle. Dude, that guy out of his mind, he's like, oh, damn, dude. Oh, you still have silverware in your house? Fucking sell it. And then he shows up, and he'll, like, hug the dude. The guy can't even, he has no way to get food in his mouth, you know? The guy's fucking just knuckling through some chowder, knuckling through some bouillabaisse. And he's like, no worries, man. You made $76 last night. And he hugs him. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what the fuck? And then he drives off and the family's just standing there in a park. Another winner. That guy's out of his fucking mind, dude. And he hugs. Oh, you sold two extra Christmas sweaters you didn't need from last year. And they're crying together. Like, what is going on, dude? Um, oh, man. But anyway, I don't... And look, man... I got to give some love to my boy, Gary. Oh, I'm sorry. The videos... I'm not saying the guy's not a smart guy. The videos, though... And the guy it grew up well off. Well, no, I think he actually didn't grow up well off. That's part of his... Oh, that's could part be of his lying. Deal. No, you, you're partially lying, but it's not really lying if you don't know. But he was... He grew up... You know, his dad owned like a corner liquor store or something. And he did. You know, he got after and created the... Uh, but in my neighborhood, a corner liquor store is the same as rich. a winery. Yeah, okay. true. true. <laughs> so if you're looking at it from maybe from Theo Vaughn's perspective, hell yeah, he grew oh, up yeah. like big time. Oh, yeah. Look at these dudes <laughs> over here, huh? What are the negative benefits or the negative effects of this? This is an explosive uh, area of conversation and it puts my life in danger. So I, I reserve the right not to answer your question. Whoa. I didn't expect that. It puts your life in danger talking about portobello mushrooms? He's looking at me silently. I will respectfully move on. Thank you. So anybody who's interested, just Google that and get back to me. <laughs> Some members of Discordianism were working at Playboy magazine. And Thornley decided that he was going to use Playboy magazine to start an experiment that would make people see how absurd all conspiracy theories really were. He called it Operation Mindfuck. In 1969, he and Greg Hill began Operation Mindfuck by placing a false letter in the Playboy letters page. They put it between another letter, asking if gun fanatics had small penises, and one from a man asking about the physical danger to his testicles from heavy petting. Thornley's fake letter asked whether all the political assassinations in America were really being masterminded by a single secret society, and the society it named was the Illuminati. It said that the Illuminati were behind all the chaos and the fear that was now gripping America. 
He and the other Discordians then proceeded to spread this idea all across America through the counterculture, in magazines and books, and even in plays. Thornley's aim was to try and break the spell of conspiracy theories by making people see the absurdity of believing them. And he had chosen the Illuminati for the experiment because no one could possibly believe that an 18th century organization from Bavaria was really, in the second half of the 20th century, the secret rulers of the modern world. It was clearly ridiculous. Could you talk a little bit about an idea I've heard attributed to you called uh, Operation Mindfuck? It, it, sounds, <laughs> it sounds like a, a, a counter-propaganda technique similar to H.G. Wells' radio hoax. Uh, Operation Mindfuck is, uh, is a form of guerrilla ontology. It's a group effort involving many people and it is an attempt to galvanize the minds of many uh, readers and television viewers and moviegoers to suddenly see the world in a new way. And membership in Operation Mindfuck is not secret. It's just once you understand what Operation Mindfuck is, if you are a writer or a director or otherwise involved in the entertainment, literature, theater game, you just automatically become a member if you're sympathetic to it, and Operation Mindfuck rolls merrily alone. And since it is no centralized conspiracy, nobody can ever stop it, because there's nobody giving the orders. It's the, it's the only purely anarchist movement in the arts today. And uh, it's very easy to recognize the members. Uh, you'll find 23s popping up in their works. You'll find... Uh, References to the, the, the oncoming yin revolution, the Aquarian conspiracy, space travel, and uh, um, uh, there's an old Italian proverb, when four sit down to conspire, three of them are fools and the fourth is a government agent. And so I, I don't believe, and I believe with modern surveillance techniques, that's more true than ever. And any overt action against the power structure is doomed to failure because of the techniques of control that have been developed. But the anarchistic impulses of art cannot be governed. And I, I think more and more of the, uh, the culture shapers uh, are becoming part of Operation Mindfuck, and the whole world is having its mind fucked. And I'm very happy that I can play a humble part in this noble endeavor. Now listen, you the writer, writer, stop, stop calling me a crypto Nazi. Let's, let's stop calling I'll names you and let's your get goddamn face. And you'll stay plastered. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey, uh, my name is Ricky, and I'm calling on behalf of Disease Prevention Program. How are you doing today? Hi, Ricky. You said disease prevention? Actually, this call is just to let you know you're pre-qualified to receive free rapid COVID test kits covered by Medicare <laughs> Part A and Part B. <laughs> that will be without any cost to you. <sighs> so just wanted to confirm, you do have Medicare Part A and Part B active, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Okay, 
That's great. So you're pre-qualified. Uh, let me I'm sick right now. Partner to place the order. <laughs> and do remember, this has no cost to you. Okay. And it's <laughs> under your Medicare Part B insurance. So let me transfer you now. Transfer me, please. I feel really sick. <laughs> Hello? Your call is very important to us. Please stay on the line and you'll be transferred to the next available agent. Thank you. Next call, you can do the prevention program. My name is Jennifer. How are you doing today? Jennifer, I'm, I'm really sick. I don't feel so good. You hung up on me, you bitch? You said you were gonna give me some fucking COVID test and you hang up on me. This is what you're really gonna do. You're gonna fucking. Thank you. Well, it depends what you mean themselves, and it's, uh, it's hard to discover new relationships that computers can do. Uh, there have been computers which do things like uh, problem uh, theorem proving in geometry or something, in which they've converted the problem of finding a proof of a theorem into a definite procedure, okay? And once you do that, although it's an elaborate and dumb way to do proofs, it can do it. The present time, a computer can't do all the different things that a person can do, you know? It, it's, uh, it's very difficult to find some way of defining rather precisely something we can do that we can say a computer will never be able to do. There are some things that people make up that say that uh, while it's doing it, will it feel good? Or while it's doing it, will it uh, understand what it's doing? Or some other abstraction. I rather feel that these are things like, while it's doing it, will it be able to scratch the lice out of its hair? No, it hasn't got any hair to lice to scratch from, okay? <laughs> so uh, there are, if, you've got to be careful when you say what the human does. If you add to the actual result of his effort, some other things that you like, the appreciation of the aesthetic. You didn't do that. I'm not saying you did. But a lot of people do that when they ask questions. And if we add things that we think we're doing on top of what we're actually doing, just look at not just the result of what we're doing, but a lot of extra things, then it gets harder and harder for the computer to do it because the human beings have a tendency to try to make sure that they can do something that no machine can do. Somehow it doesn't bother them anymore. It must have bothered them in early times. That machines are stronger physically than they are. They can lift weights that are heavier than people. They can move things faster than people. They can run faster. They can fly. They can do just terrible strengths and so forth. And we don't still sit around worrying that there's some way that the man can turn his hand, that some machine can't do that. We can easily make machines that are better than us in predicting the, the weather, for instance. Because what you do to predict the weather is to look at old records and see when the circumstances were similar and guess that the results will be similar. Added to that, a certain amount of analysis of the movement of wind according to the laws of physics and a certain amount of hocus-pocus put together, okay? Now, the speed will be higher and the effectiveness of the predictions greater. If you could look at more cases, so you get a better chance of getting one closer and put more, a longer and more elaborate calculation, including more variables, which is too hard for us to do in time to make the prediction. No? We have to make the prediction of the weather, let's say the weather for three days from now, has to be predicted in three days or the damn thing is useless, right? And we work at a certain speed, but the computers work faster and can do more. And therefore, for instance, for weather prediction in the end, maybe not today, but someday, 
It's not at all inconceivable that the machine could do weather prediction faster and more effectively and more accurately than we do. We will have, however, given it the procedure. Now, the question is, what happens if we don't give it the procedure? Well, a man, uh, people have tried that, this game of giving it, instead of a direct procedure, a kind of what it has been called heuristics. Try an analogy to get a new idea of how to do something. Compare this to that. Try an extreme case, etc. And uh, a man by the name of Lanat has gone the furthest with this. Do I have time? How much time do I have? Because we want to see these slides. What time? I know that's interesting information. But how much? <laughs> how much time do I have? It's time for the slideshow now. Since I have no more time, I will say no more about the subject. Oh. What? No, but it, it takes a few minutes. That's why I asked for the time. Okay, you make this machine, which was, again, a filing cabinet, you understand. What it does is it looks, it tries to find the answer to something by looking at the different possible possibilities, but which ones he tries is something like patterns in the chest. Instead of everything, it says, try moves near the center of the board first, you know, and never mind the ones in the corner or something like that, or some sorts of principles. And uh, he first applied it to a kind of naval game. It's a game that people play in California, which is all organized according to rules. It's kind of fun. Someone sets out all the rules. Dreadnoughts cost this much, armor costs this much, guns cost this much, and so forth. And you've got this much budget for your navy. And you're going to make various kinds of ships with different kinds of armaments. And then this kind of a ship armament of a certain thickness that costs a certain amount can only resist shells of a certain strength, you know, and so on. So you try to, with the money, arrange to buy, to design different kinds of ships uh, so that your navy is better than the next one. And when they're brought together, there's ways of calculating what, it's not real navies, it's a game, which is the best one. And all the rules are laid out in a great big volume, okay, of the costs of everything and the power of everything and the armor-piercing possibilities and so on. And it's a nice game. And Mr. Lynette tried to, his program on this game and put into his program heuristics like try the extreme case and things like that. And uh, he won the championship in California. Of course, it did an awful lot of trying of different cases, you see, but it didn't try every case, not like the chess game. There were too many things. But it was guided by its own stuff. Now, inside of that was this, that if you got a better Navy by your own calculation and you used one of the heuristics, mark that heuristic up a notch as being more valuable. Now, use the more valuable heuristics first. See? So that the ability of the machine depended on his learning, so to speak, which ones of his tricks works most effectively most of the time. And then they become more used. So it's just exactly what you would like to make it look intelligent. Well, he won. And how did he win? It turned out that year he won by making one great big battleship with all the armor on it, <laughs> which was so silly. But when you go to calculate it, sure enough, it's better than any of the normal things, which nobody thought of, but his machine thought of. Next year, he entered again. And this time he won by making taking all his money and making 100,000, because they changed the rules so that the big battleship wouldn't win, you know, by changing the rules, 
100,000 little boats, very narrow, carrying each one gun, which were very liable to be knocked out, okay? But there were 100,000 of them, didn't cost much each one, and they couldn't knock them all out. So these lousy little gnats would come, and it turned out when you calculated again, he won. The third year, he was not allowed to play anymore. <laughs> and he has applied this, this, this machine and this heuristic business to a number of other problems. He uh, tries it out a lot and tries new heuristics and so forth. And it has become very interesting. He complained that there were a number of bugs in it. And when he gave a talk on it, I said that I thought, I'll say my comment afterwards. What do hedge funds think of technical analysis? Some of them love it and some of them hate it. Sitting there at the bar, sir. Did you try another beer? And I, uh, all of a sudden, a young woman came with blonde hair, looking very mean. <laughs> she was looking mean, and you smiled, sir, because you were mean that day. <laughs> Thank you.
You mean, you were mean that day, sir, you laughed at her being for mean. Maybe it was because you knew the futility of it. <laughs> but you laughed at her, sir. You loved the meanness, sir. You loved the blonde hair and the meanness, sir. It reminded you of a Viking. You would smile, sir. And her, and her as she was, she could not help but smile back to you, sir. And you smiled and said, good morning, although it was 5 p.m. You felt as if she had just woken up mad at the day. And I told her, I said, you looked at me, I'm, I was mad at the world. And she responded to you, I am mad at the world. She was a very friendly young lady, and her name was Olivia. And I said, oh, Olivia told me, cool down, boy. Slow down, I try to catch you. And you had always wished for a certain woman like this for your whole entire life. You had always wished for this one certain woman, just as she was before you. You know, this woman wasn't a particular sort of woman. Uh, it could have been any woman. It could have been Diane, Ryan. Hello? Oh, hey, Nick. How you doing? Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'm doing okay, too. Yep, just sitting here in the truck. Yep. I was wondering how many mannequins you have. Seven? That's a lot of mannequins. Um, I have eight now. No. Well, yeah, but not like that. Caller, are you talking to me? Who are you talking to? Well, no, that's not what I said. I don't know what you said. Well, I did say that. <clears throat> I have I have only mannequin arms. What? Those are the best parts. Yeah, I roll them down the hill and see which one gets down to the bottom. It's like an arms race. We have this rule if you knock one of the mannequin arms over on poker night, you have to pick up the arm and jerk yourself off with it before you put it back where it goes. 
I'd have to rule that. Sometimes that. I kind of knock them off on purpose just to, you know, when I'm so everybody's got, time, Everybody's going to masturbate. You know what I'm saying? What? Huh? What the fuck? Why would you say that? I'm a pervert. Well, okay, that makes sense. <clears throat> yep. Yep. You ever built a robot? Yeah. Do I look stupid? Well, that ain't count. Let's listen to another voicemail. 917-719-5923. Hey, Nick. How you doing, man? Hope you had a wonderful Easter. It's Rick here in great old ha-ha Baltimore, Maryland. Actually, Towson, to be correct. The sunny heart of Towson. Anyway, I have a question for you, and it just clicked in my head. I've heard you use a lot of different audio clips. Did you any chance pull them from uh, Over the Edge? I think they were a thing of negative land. Um, and for those of you who don't know, and you probably wouldn't, there's a group of mostly audio, well, they're audio ricks, uh, done by a blind person called Banana Vision. And one of the things they have on there is the Over the Edge archives. Um, so you can just look up Banana Vision. Most of it won't give any interest to psychic people because it's like audio rips of like 1980s cartoons because we as blind people do not need the visuals. Although it might be an interesting experiment to listen to them to see how you process just hearing the audio from cartoons and not being able to see the visuals. Uh, I have a friend who actually enjoyed coming over to my house and we would watch different movies because she was tired once, and she could once close her eyes. It was a different experience for her. Okay. But, yeah, I'm just curious what you got. Tell me when you're ready. Uh, we got a lot of these clips from Over the Edge. Didn't we also have another thing? It was something about jailhouse recordings. I don't know. Maybe, like, it, it sounds familiar from somewhere. I love those weird recordings that you play. Just all kinds of random stuff. The music, it's, it's okay, I guess. But the weird little audio, like, clips and stuff. That I like, as well as your interesting topics. Anyway, have a good one. Love and life, love is wit. Don't quote me, boy, I ain't said shit. If I have a harmonica and you have a play, I play a little goodbye. Look at harmonica. All right. Once again, this is Rick from Towson. Not Townsend, not Tucson, not Towson. Towson. Bye. I was the hangout. Wasn't there on the website Banana Audio? Is the over the ba- Banana Audio? What? Um, I don't you can just look up Banana. Oh, wait. Hold on. Banana Vision. Banana Vision. Banana Vision. One second caller. I'm uh, okay. doing some research. Uh, caller, how are you tonight? I'm doing pretty good. This is Dateline with Dr. Drew Pinsky, correct? 
uh, I'm I'm the intern that I I work in the office. I'm trying to reach Dr. Drew Pinsky. I have a real serious relationship problem. Well, I could screen the call for him. He's very busy. He's he's busy. Can you tell me about this? I'm not. I I work for him. I can. I can. If you can relay the information and get me a good uh, answer back, I can. I can can handle that. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm ready. I'm ready, sir. You're Ma'am, ready? I'm here. All right. Well, all right. So here's the load of shit that I'm in. <clears throat> so to start off, <clears throat> I have a coworker recently that I, I got very attracted to, you know, just sexually. And uh, she made it obvious she was also attracted to me sexually we uh we went out and we hung out at a bar all right now the moment we walk into this bar she goes hey my best friend's here i'm gonna introduce you to her i go okay cool she introduces me the best friend and there's immediate electricity between me and the best friend and i was always worried this would happen one day but it finally happened a threesome well, that's what I tried, but it didn't work out. I real <laughs> I tried to force them with a, with with the be- the coworker, the best friend, and some random dyke, and they weren't into it. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I shot my shot. Anyway. You need better glue than a random dyke in between there, right? I mean, you know, gorilla glue at least. I mean, she looked a bit like a gorilla. Not gonna <laughs> lie. So, but anyway, I fu- I fucked the coworker. And that was great. That was great. It was beautiful, nice little small perky titties, itty bitty titty committee. You know, it, it was great. But I found out within a couple days, man, I could not get her best friend off my mind. And I did not know what to do. I was like, man, I work with this coworker that I fucked, and now I'm falling for her best friend. And this is a mess. How do I. I can't continue the relationship with the coworker if I've got a crush on our best friend. That's just kind of shitty. You know, that's a shitty thing to do. And I couldn't just talk to the best friend without clearing it with the coworker because then I'm a sleazeball. So I clear it with the after a few days pass and there's not much happening between me and the coworker. I clear it with the coworker. I say, Hey, is it cool? I mean I feel like I got chemistry with your friend. Can I reach out to her? She says yes. I reach out to her. I send her a message today. Basically being like, hey, look, I like you. You're cute. You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Cutest person ever, hands down. Couldn't get you off my mind since the moment I saw you. Would you want to go out for drinks? I cleared it with your friend. I, I leveled with her, made sure she understood. Send her this message today. And I still have not gotten a reply back. She read it. I saw she read it. It's on Reddit. She that read could be it. a good thing. Read it. I'm not. I'm not Doctor Doctor Oz, but I, I've worked with him a long enough time. I think. I think a no reply is pretty good because you're you're the the, the the she's they're currently talking about you and seeing which one really does want you if they do want you, or they're right. trying to no, figure out friend, a way to get you so fired. Told me that and you should maybe be uh, buy a gun or something. I'm sorry. 
What? Sorry, I, what? Well, I said the, 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 so I cleared it with the friend. The friend told me she's not, she was worried that I was going to tell, I'm sorry. I cleared it with my coworker, my coworker. I, I'm just going to give the names. I mean, there's tons of people with these names. They're not going to know who she is, who they are. No, I'm going to give them real names. Nobody. Mary and Louise, right? It's uh, Gabby, Gabby, my coworker, Gabby. and the best friend's name is Kenzie. Kenzie. Right? They both like spuds. end Eve because women can't. No, there's no variation between women's names. We have to be simple and everything. It's an Ashley, Kenzie, Gabby, Abby. You know, if you Sophie, ever get Kenzie you know, uh, in the doggy style, you could you could call her uh, Spuds, and she'll be like, "I get it." Oh, you know what the cool thing about Kenzie? Is her last name is Devorash. I feel like she might be related to John C. Dvorak somehow, and that might be Kenzie why I'm really attracted to her. Dvorak. That's a that's a that's a green flag right there, right? That's a green light. That is. Yeah. Anyway, I reached out to Gabby. Said she was worried that I would be into her. The girl I fucked, the coworker that I fucked, said she was worried that I was into into her because she's not ready for a relationship. So she gave me the green light to go ahead and hit up the best friend. So I hit up the best friend. She didn't reply all day, but then she showed up at our job yeah. for the first time ever after I asked her out on a date. And uh, uh, I didn't get to talk to her, but basically she was there. She knew I was there. They were all talking about it. I don't know what to do. She hasn't replied to me. They all went out tonight. I asked her out on a date tomorrow night. Still no reply. I don't know what to do, man. I mean, I'm. She's fucking just watching me squirm here. She's was just, she like, giggling? She was the there any giggles going on? Was it giggling or a really serious face? Serious face or giggling? Giggling, all giggles, all smiles, all like hee 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 hee. You know that kind of shit. Like you know, you probably like, want to hey, move to China tonight. You, you, you pack your bags right now and move. You're you're doomed. You're done. Pack my bags and move. You have to leave. I have to move I, out of state or you have to know this city? country. You have to get out quick. Another country. This is a typical CIA okay. hit job. I don't know where you work. I don't want. Don't tell me because I don't need this happening on, on my phone. You, 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 you're going to get everybody killed. Okay. Slow down. Okay. You're right. You're right. Pack you're your right. bags. I need to be careful about uh, that. Two pairs there of underwear. You can buy them when you get to China or wherever you're going. Um. And just like, just go tonight. Cash. Cash out your bank. Okay, so here's the other problem. I also just got told yesterday, or the day before that, that my wife that I've been in an open relationship with is divorcing me. And I have have three children with one more on the way. Well, you know, once you go rat, you don't go back. I've got to be around for the children, you know? I'd rather be a fugitive in the country that my children are in than to move to China and just be homeless there. <laughs> you want to There's too many problems. Pack, man. pack. You could pack one or two of them into a bag. You could take them with. Oh you. yeah, I could take one or two children in a bag. Just, yeah, like one or two. The, you know, one of them's right, got to right. suck, right? So just leave them. Pack the two best ones. Pop him but you got bag. no advice? Hey, hey, Nick, can I ask you a question? Have you ever fallen in love with the best friend of a girl that you've hooked up with? Man. That's an awkward situation, right? I like, don't what know do what you do there. I want to know what love is. Do you want to know what love is? 
<laughs> I wish you could tell me. Oh, no, I want to know what love is. Exactly. <laughs> love is True. love is very True. strange, though, because there is uh, lust and love and just raging hormones, and then there's... Uh, exactly. Right, then, so that's the reason that I feel so weird is because I've, I've not felt this feeling in a long... I felt lust many times in the recent past, but not this feeling, the, the fucking... You know the butterflies when you're like in high school and you meet eyes with somebody like across the way and you guys hold eye contact it's, it, and in that moment it's clear that both of you are interested in each other sexually. Yeah, but there's one thing though. Once you start talking to that person and they figure out who you be or you figure out what they are, it's China. Tomorrow I'll go with you if you need help. Um, I'm a very supportive person. Right. I'll go with you. You have to pay for my plane ticket. Um, okay. I, I know a couple of women out there. And um, okay, we get to start. I mean, we get to start very, over. You and I, me. China we're we're going to start over. Very viable solution to all of my problems in a serious sense. I mean, I could just leave. I could just you know get a fake name, something cool like Jackson Bomber. That'll be my new name in China, Jackson Bomber. That's. I'll be a. I'll, I'll be a. I'll be a. Uh, a con artist who's never really actually been able to pull off a con on anyone, but I, I, I can't be pulled by telling them I'm a con artist, even though I can't con anyone. Does that make sense? It does. That's what you told me when I met you. I remember. I can't stop thinking about you, by the way. And we're going to China <laughs> tomorrow. And you're friends with my best friend. Whoa. Is this another love triangle? Holy shit. I'm friends with your best friend. You are friends with my best friend. I am friends I'm pretty with sure, you. maybe. He told me he was friends with some uh, a, a rat named Nick. I don't know. I assume there might be. I mean, Nick's a pretty common name. It could be a lot of rats named Nick. Does your friend have um, a big, gigantic breastesis? Uh No, it's... A- I don't want to talk to you. All right, uh, let's play another song here. We have coming up next Echoes Across Time by The Fisherman and the Priestess.
5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the meal sound goes on in my ears. for tonight and
Fire, 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 giant, seven and fire, kayan, the fire, giant, kayan, Maya, dying, lion, quiet, cyan, cyan, zion, wyan, sick cyan. It could have been any of those. And it would have all been the same woman, sir. You understand what I'm trying to tell you, sir? There is no one but you, except for you, sir. That means every woman that you meet, you could have the same love with. You understand this, sir? Every woman that you meet is the same. Because the same things could happen. It's just that you get stuck on the idea, you call the idea love. But the idea is not love. When you think about someone, sir, that's not love. And we would be aghast to find out that we didn't think about someone we love. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? That we feel that thinking about others is a good thing. But have you ever had somebody fuck with you? Have you ever had somebody, like, make fun of you? Because when that happens, sir, that could be a bad thing. But it's all a mental process. Love is of the heart. It's not of the mind. It's not a reaction. Love is understanding completely what is happening now. I mean, this takes understanding yourself. If you don't understand yourself, if you're just a podcast host named Nick the Rat, you won't get any of what I'm saying. What I'm saying will just fall off you like dead water. So what are you what are you what are you up to, Nick? What are you uh what are you trying to do, sir? Because being is not something you can do. So what is what is it that you up to, sir? Are you are you trying to find me? Are you trying to find clarity? <clears throat> yes. What are you doing? Why? What's the purpose of this podcast, sir? And I'll tell you the purpose because... of this podcast. And so, creation and words. <clears throat> uh, you either live a, a spiritual life or a scientific life or a mi mixture of both. Now, if in the scientific uh, field, if if you build new pathways in your brain, you are experiencing new life. Now, the only way to sometimes get a new pathway in the brain is to hear something you've never heard before. So what I'm trying to do is create new pathways in your brain. And now a pathway is like a tunnel, though. So by building a pathway in your brain, it is kind of tearing your brain apart. Because if your brain has a tunnel in it, a path, then there's no, uh, there's no grass in the field. And you have to play in the mud. And then these, the, the tunnels, the tunnels the, then are currently there. 
I don't know if I want to make a hole in your brain or if I don't want to touch your brain at all. The thing is, uh, we're all going to die, so why the fuck not uh, put holes in your brain? That's 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 what's going on. Oh, because every time you hear a word, it's well, it's kind of putting another hole through your brain. You can't invent a new word, but you can, you sort of can. There's new sounds and variations of sounds, like uh, the Googleplex. Who fucking knew about that until twenty years ago? And then Google, and now the it's. It, some little motherfucker one day probably said Google at some point. Who knows? Who cares? Um, let's put some more holes into your brain, though. That sounds fun. And a good way to do that is with words. So let's put some word holes in your face, head. What? In a small town nestled among the trees, a young boy named Max was diagnosed with schizophrenia. The doctors would explain the condition to him, but he always felt that he was fine. He knew these doctors were liars and just wanted to line their pockets. It was the doctors who plotted against him with their white coats and their pills that they tried to force him to swallow. Max was scared and didn't know who to trust. Not these doctors, though. Fuck no. One day, Max decided he had had enough of the doctors and their treatments. He escaped from the hospital and fled to the woods one night. It was a daring escape and he was almost caught by one of the large guards, but he slipped some pills into their coffee and they were probably dead now. There, he felt free, and for a time, he was able to forget about the world outside and he focused on his inside self. In the woods, Max began to write wild and disturbing stories about entities that came from other dimensions and embedded themselves into our reality. Sizeless blobs of horror that dripped evil out of every orifice. He wrote about beings that could control people's thoughts and actions, and of other creatures that could manipulate reality itself. The stories he wrote became darker and more twisted as he dove deeper into his own mind. As time went by, people in the town started to take notice of Max's stories. They began to see him as a prophet, a messenger from another world. They believed that his words held the key to unlocking some great mystery, something that had been hidden from them for centuries. They were able to see the evil coming into their reality and started noticing the horrors that were springing up in their own town right under their noses. The evil that Max had written about soon realized that people were beginning to listen to him. It knew that if it didn't act soon, it would lose control over this world forever. They wanted to keep hold on the souls of this planet's inhabitants so they sent a pack of wolves with three eyes to hunt and kill the boy. Max was caught off guard as the wolves closed in. They were huge, with teeth as long as his fingers, and eyes that seemed to glow in the dark. But Max was not afraid. He stood his ground and fought back, using nothing but his bare hands and his own will. The battle was fierce. But in the end, Max was victorious. He had vanquished the wolves and proved that he was stronger than anyone had ever imagined. But as he lay there, battered and bruised, he knew that it was all for naught. The evil had already spread, and no one would be able to stop it now. 
Max closed his eyes, knowing that he had done everything he could and slowly bleed out. He felt the warm blood leaving his body and his vision turned white. And as he slipped away from this existence, the evil spread without anyone noticing, waiting for the next prophet to rise and challenge it once again. The End
Welcome to New York, motherfucker. Slow down, slow down there, Gulliver. We learned a lot. We learned a lot tonight. We learned that words. Um, we learned uh, yin yang, yin yang balance. We learned about balance. Everything's balance. As the great unraveling uh, flings our existence into um, all the parts around the world. <coughs> Things are happening, people. Things that we have no control over. There's, there is, there is rich people out there. Just think about the the few rich people. I'm sure you don't know them. Maybe you might know a couple of rich people, but there's 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 people out there with so much money that they could probably uh, change the change change their area code up at least a little bit. But they don't. They just hoard it, which is understandable. If I had money, I'd hoard it. Um, what are we talking about here? H- hoard it? It's, God, I need to go to therapy. Look here, people. Uh, I had a great Wednesday evening with you. It's late night. You guys are late night warriors. I I still uh, I could talk about. There's a couple other weird things that have happened in in our reality. Has has there? Okay, check this one out. I'm going to leave you with this one here. Back in 1582, the day after October 4th was declared October 15th in Italy and other Catholic countries, this was the part of the switch from the Julian to the Gregorian calendar. They lost 11 days. And some people started to riot. They wanted their stolen days back. All right, I want you to think about this. This story is from 1582. There was How many people were on the planet back then? Like 20? And there's a story about this. Okay, think about that. Put that into your pocket. Uh, tell people at work. Tell people, yeah, it's t- tomorrow's Thursday. Go to work tomorrow. I want you to be like, hey, did you know in 1530-something, people got 11 days stolen from them, and they were, they were mad. So they started dancing in the streets for two months. Until uh, some guy came along and ate them. You let them know that. And then they'll look at you and you're going to probably have sex with your coworker 
or your friend's coworker's friend's sister. Resist. We much. And about that, we will be back next week. Uh, thank you for tuning in, everybody. I hope everybody is uh, do a prom, a promo for next week. Oh, well, I, I want to make sure it happens first. Hold on one second. Well, there's going to be the... I I heard uh, the No Agenda where they were talking about... Um, it, I don't think they combined the Dark Sewer Network with Nick the Rat. Um, the, I don't think uh, John John and Adam are, are down with the, the sewer scientist. They, I think they just know me. But... Uh, so they're like, Mimi's going on the the. the talk. Well, yeah, I'm, I definitely definitely need to talk to to uh, Mimi because um, I want to talk to her about lucid dreaming because John mentioned that she could do that, and I want to talk about eggs and chickens and motivation. She seems to be um, very motivated, but next week, next week on. It's scheduled for Tuesday. I gotta get in touch and make sure it all works out. Me interviewing Shannon Taggart, friend of uh, I think she's a friend of Trey. I don't know if Trey is her friend, or I definitely know she's a friend of Mister Starkweather. He's mentioned her before, and I've never interviewed her yet. But I've looked through her book, Seance, and I have a lot to ask her. And that's coming up next week, and uh, hopefully. Well, uh, if all the, Diane, is that going to work out, Diane? Where's Diane? Is she still up in the top piece of the closet? Okay, well, look, uh, that's going to happen next week, and we will be back uh, then with stuff, and it should be a fun time. Unless words fucking fuck shit up, which probably will. Either way, uh, let's listen to some m- music to close the show. I love you all. You're beautiful motherfuckers until the day you die. Unless you're like leaking. If you're leaky, yeah. leaky is probably one of the least attractive traits to have. Like, oh, look at, you know, you're like, let's just say like uh, a generalization. Like, oh, old people, you know, hey, uh, ew, old people. But uh, just put somebody that's leaky next to an old person and the old person is sexy as fuck. Anyway, this is Last Warning by... Curse core. See you next week, everybody. Good night, America. Love you all.
Fuck that shit! Fear creeps in, and the creativity leads. You see, sir. Hey, by the way, this is me, Terry, from France. Oh, no. 